Welcome back to On and Off the Court. I'm Alex Treason. And I'm Colin Smith. We've got some important news for you guys today. Now let's dive right into it. So Colin, it's been almost two months since we I made know, our last yeah. podcast. And also, I haven't actually seen you in almost two months. I mean, I've seen you at the gym. I've seen you at the gym like once. Yeah. But like, I haven't seen you in almost two months. So how's it been, bro? How you doing? It's been great. How about yourself? Good. How's school going? It's going well. How about school for you? Fantastic. <laughs> now let's dive right into this. <laughs> uh, yeah. NBA news. You know, we start off with NBA on mm-hmm. and off the court. So that's like our that's main right. dealio yes. in here. Yeah. Coach Tyron Liu of the Cleveland Cavaliers gets fired after an 0-6 start. Jeez. Worst start since LeBron's been on the team. Obviously, LeBron's been carrying the team. It's been amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, LeBron's been to the finals nine years in a row. You know, some of them were with the Heat, but a lot of them with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. <clears throat> so, Larry Drew is now going to be the intern coach until they find a coach. He could probably be the coach for the rest of the season because the Cavs are not really going to do much. Yeah. They kind of suck. They're in rebuild mode. They got Kevin Love, Colin Sexton. Mm-hmm. Colin Sexton's a nice young piece to have. Everybody else on the team can kind of like kick the kick the curb and go away. But <laughs> exactly. So that's my opinion there. But Tyron Lue, LeBron tweeted out, T. Lue, I'm quoting him, by the way, T. Lue, thanks for the memories and more importantly, our partnership bringing a championship that deserved... The city slash fan base. You know how to find me. So I think LeBron James really respected him. You know, LeBron James is more of a coach than Tyron Lue ever was. Let's be honest here. (laughs) But I think they had a really good friendship. And they really respected each other very well. Mm -hmm. So I think they, you know, it's really no bad blood there. One NBA championship Tyron Lue got was with LeBron James, who yeah, carried him. It's better than no championship. It's better than no yeah, championship, exactly. and, but he also did get uh, crossed up by Allen Iverson and then stepped on. That was from the uh, not, uh, uh, early 2000s. I don't know if you remember that. I we weren't that. even alive. Well, it was like the late 90s or 2000s. Anyways, LeBron James in last night's game mm-hmm. passes the great German Jesus Dirk Nowitzki on the all-time leading scoring list. LeBron James right now is at 31,188 points. Wow. That's a lot of points. Like, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot, but like he's been in the league what's it 14 years now? About the how many how many points does he average? Again. He probably averages like last season he averaged around like 20, I want to say like 26 points a game, 28, but he was getting like assists and rebounds. This year is only averaging like 22, but the season just started. It's young. The yeah. Lakers look really good, by the way. Like, not really good. Like, they're probably going to be out in, like, the first round. I know they've lost four games. They only mm-hmm. have, like, two wins or whatever. But, like, they're actually a solid team. JaVel McGee's been balling out. He's been doing very well for the um, – he's probably having his best year so far as a center. Like, he gets, he's getting, like, 15 points a game, which is amazing for him. Now, I don't know why I went off on a tangent on the Lakers. But, anyways, if LeBron James stays healthy, which he doesn't really get hurt. Maybe he gets a little injuries, but – Never really gets hurt too major. Like, he's never broken a bone or anything. Well, he's played with a broken hand, but nothing crazy. If he stays healthy, the way he's looking and moving, he has a chance at getting Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, obviously retired, one of the greatest players of all time. He finishes his career off with 38,387 points to go. Now, Colin, I ain't the math expert in here, but... uh. How many more points does it look like he needs? I, it looks like around 7,000 points he needs. Uh, he's at 31,000 right now. Almost 32,000. Well, actually, he's closer to 31,000. Let's see here. I'd say... I'd say like 7,000. Yeah, it's looking... He, he only needs 7,000 more points to go. Now that... I don't... Can he accomplish that in a season? Maybe. I, I feel like he could accomplish that in a season. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. He probably will, though. Um, Rajon Rondo comes back. This after his three-game suspension for spitting in CP3's face and a fist fight. Now, yeah, it, we Colin right. just uh, did the math here. It's <laughs> so seven thousand one hundred ninety-nine more points to go. Th- I he'll definitely get that this season. I say I say he gets it this season. That's yeah. my bold prediction right now. LeBron James will surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who has the most points ever. That's just letting you know there. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Rajon Rondo comes back after his three-game suspension. This is my take on it. At first, I thought, it, like, C- well, Brandon Ingram obviously started it, but at first, I thought CP3, like, got in the altercation first with Rajon Rondo. But then they look back at the instant replay. Um, like, like call me and Colin, like, very close to each other right now. So, <laughs> just, yeah, me and Colin. Not, were, not like, not, yeah, you know what I mean. So, not, me and Colin yeah. are very close to each other right now. So, it's like, the, just, just to Colin understand, it's like this proximity away. And I look at the instant replay, Rajon Rondo actually spits in his face. So, mm-hmm. I. I I'm on, but CP3 did get suspended four games, which I don't get since kind of like Rajon Rondo instigated it a little bit more. Well, Brandon Ingram was the instigator, but Rajon Rondo kind of started it a little bit more. Now, Brandon Ingram will be back after a four-game suspension. He was also involved in the fight, as we know. He'll be coming back on Monday, which is tomorrow, October 29th, versus the Timberwolves. That should be an easy W for the Lakers. The Timberwolves are not looking too well right now. You know, they're, as you know, Jimmy Butler, he wants mm-hmm. to be traded. Derrick Rose is actually balling out like he used to. Prime D. Rose, he got like 28 points like a few, day, like a few days ago, which he's, I was just, I'm so happy for him if he stays like that starting on the Timberwolves. Um, Chris Paul comes back after a four-game suspension, also involved in the fist fight, back on Tuesday, which would be October 30th. And that's basically it for the NBA news. We're just going to say a little bit about the standings and like some teams that are actually doing well and surprisingly mm. bad. Mm. We'll start off here with the Golden State Warriors. No surprise here in the Western mm-hmm. Conference. Five and one. Five and one. Who'd they lose to? Uh, I do not know, but... Uh, actually, there's a... I feel like it was the, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, don't right. quote me on that, but I'm like... I think it was the Denver Nuggets. Um, Denver Nuggets, speaking of them, they are four and one. In the Western Conference, um, New Orleans Pelicans are also four and one. Now the Pelicans, they lose to Marcus Cousins. He goes to the Warriors, who's he's not, he's not going to be back till January. But they did pick up Julius Randle from the Lakers. I think that's a solid move for them. Nothing amazing, but I think it's solid there. Portland three and two. Like I before I get really into this, the season's young. This is not like what the season could end up end up as, but like anything close to it. The season is extremely young. Uh, like I said, um, Portland three and two, San Antonio Spurs also three and two. Mm-hmm. They lose Kawhi. They pick up Demar. I just want to interrupt you real quick. I think they'll be it fine. Was, yeah. It was the Denver, you were right. Okay, that's what I thought. Well, I thought it was Denver. <clears throat> um, Memphis Grizzlies three and two. That's a team. If they're healthy, they could possibly be like a seventh, eighth seed. But when they're not healthy, the rest of their team are complete bumps. Without Mike Conley, without Marcus Saul, mm-hmm. um, they're like a completely trash team. Those two guys really carry the team, and they're getting old, so. I don't know. We'll have to see, but they are 3-2. and two. The Utah Jazz, one of my favorite teams to watch in the Western Conference. Donovan Mitchell, Ricky Rubio, Derek Favors, Rudy Gobert. A solid young core, except Ricky Rubio, but he's still fine. They are 3-2. and two. The Los Angeles Clippers, a very surprising team that is doing decent. They're 3-2, and two, like I said. The season is very young, Colin. Like, and guys, the season is very, extremely young. 3-2. and two. Their st- starting center is Boban by uh, Marshall Rasheen Gortat from the Wizards. Like, they really have no one. Mm-hmm. Um, Sacramento Kings are 3-3. Three and three. That's not bad for the Kings, you know. 3-3 three and three at 500. Dallas Mavericks, my boy Luka Doncic, shout out. 2-3. and three. Los Angeles Lakers, shout out. King James, 
They are 2-4 and four in the Western Conference. Minnesota Timberwolves, they are also 2-4. and four. Surprisingly terrible start, but not really too surprising just because there's a lot of beef going on in that organization. Biggest surprising start this entire season. Any guess? Nope. Any no. well, yes, them too. But any guess? This team's even better than the Thunder. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. I don't know why I just asked you to guess because obviously it was the Warriors. Houston Rockets starting off the season one and four. It's not like anybody changed. They did lose Trevor Ariza, who went to the Phoenix Suns, which is a terrible move on his part because he's getting old. Why would he want to be on a championship championship contender team? Because they could have easily knocked off the. Rockets, uh, Warriors, sorry, Warriors last year. I think they could do it this year also. But Houston Rockets, one of four, very surprising. James Harden is doing his thing. Chris Paul is also doing his thing. Just something, they're not closing out games. They're starting off games fine. They're closing out the games not mm-hmm. very well. That's what's leading up to the one of four start. That makes sense, yeah. Phoenix Suns, <laughs> one of four. You know, DeAndre Ayton's actually doing very well for a rookie oh, How's Devin Booker right now? Devin is Booker, he, he's he killing fine? it. He's killing. He's he's playing with a little bit of a no, but he got injured. His no, he didn't hamstring. get injured. Uh, I didn't hear about that, but he got surgery on his hand this off season, so he's still doing I think, fine. Yeah, I think he um, left the game. With oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. The third quarter. Yeah. I, have yeah. him, I have him on my. Because I was watching. I was watching Berwatis, one of my favorite YouTubers, and uh, yeah, he uh, he was he was vlogging it, and uh, he got taken out. Yeah, I've on my fans. Yeah, yeah, you're right. My bad. O- yeah. Oklahoma City Thunder, another very surprising start, but the season is very young. They're mm. definitely gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, probably. Uh, oh, and four. four. That's they could. Surprised when I saw. I was yeah, surprised yeah. when they did not beat the Celtics. Yeah. just because they started off the game so well, mm-hmm. and then like I kind of like got a little bored because like the Celtics. Well, not bored. I was watching the whole game, but more like I was on my phone mm. a little bit talking with my friends, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I come back. The Celtics are tying the game for third end of the third quarter, seventy four, seventy four, and the Celtics yeah. come back and win one hundred one to ninety five. Thunder fans must have been really mad. Yeah, because Thunder, Thunder are my that. second favorite team after the Celtics. Now let's go to the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. We're yeah. starting off with a surprise right here. First, oh, first team in the East Eastern Conference, Milwaukee Bucks, at undefeated, six undefeated man. at six and zero. Oh. That's. That's what the Milwaukee Bucks need to be doing. They have the best player in the Eastern Conference, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. This is what they need to be doing. I'm not surprised by this at all. If they keep this up, they could be not the first seed, not the second seed, because the Celtics and Raptors are up there. But they could easily be like a, the, the third seed. This is what this is what everybody's been waiting for. Giannis Antetokounmpo has always been an amazing player, but the role players on the team have not been doing well. With the six and zero start, I love it. Another round of applause. Because they've never been able to really get over the hump. And this year, it looks like they're about to get over that hump. Another 6-0 and team. Toronto Raptors. I'm not scared. Not scared at all of this team. Kawhi Leonard is actually balling out wicked, wicked hard. Like MVP style hard. But I'm not scared of this team in the long run for the Celtics. But uh, they look really good. Kyle Lowry's balling out. He's getting up there in age, but he's still shooting the ball very efficiently. Another surprise. The Detroit Pistons at four and one. Now they, you can tell they're not good when the Boston Celtics blow them out by actually twenty five points. Obviously, the Celtics are good, but just showing them the Pistons, you're not the team in the Eastern Conference. The Celtics are. The Indiana Pacers four and two. That's a perfect start. You know, they're, they're, that's actually like a perfect like record if you think about it, like in long term, like with their forty and twenty. Like yeah, that's like a type of record they'd have. 
like throughout this like I don't really know how to explain it, but that's like a perfect record for what their team has. Uh, the Boston Celtics not really disappointed because we have a really tough beginning of this season. Four and two, that's completely fine. Do you have any take on how the Celtics are doing and stuff like that? No, not really. But like, is there any player that you think's doing really well? That not um any player that's doing well. Jason Tatum. Jason think, Tatum, I think, yeah. I think he'll do good. He's going to be an all-star this year. He's going to be yeah. a superstar. He's already looking like a superstar talent, getting 20-plus points. He's and, another guy I have on my fantasy team. Yeah, he's getting 20-plus points <laughs> in all games except one. one uh, it was against the, uh, I want to say, the Knicks. He had a little bit of a down game, but that's okay. Miami Heat, 3-2. and two. Got Dwayne Wade. Got old Dwayne Wade. Not much to talk okay. about there. He's okay still. He's going to retire after this season. He already said that. Philadelphia 76ers. Do not trust the process. They're terrible. Not terrible, but 3-3. Three and three. Guys, it's okay. anybody that's a Philadelphia really okay. 76ers fan, the process is not happening. This is because I'm a Celtics fan, so I'm going to beat you guys up. The process is not happening. The process is already ended. Markel Fultz is trash. His shot has a bad hitch in it. He's not going to be good. I'm kidding. Markel Fultz will be fine. Your team's going to make the playoffs. They have a chance of knocking off the Celtics because of all their talent they have, but they won't. I'm sorry. Charlotte Hornets, three and four. That's an, that's something I would not expect. I mean, I expect it, but they have so much talent that every year they are a disappointment to this league. Every year they end up doing terrible and not making the playoffs. But they have so much talent. Kemba Walker, Nicholas Batum, Cody Zeller, Malik Monk. They have so much talent. But um, Brooklyn Nets, two and three. D'Angelo Russell, Spencer Dinwiddie. Very young team. They're going to be good in the near future. Atlanta Hawks, 2-3. and three. My boy Trey Young's balling out. Shooting threes <laughs> like it's water. Drip water swish. It's one of my songs. Colin's laughing over here. Um, Orlando Magic, 2-4. and four. They're not a very good team. They will... This they, That might be their only two wins of the season. Let's be honest here. No, I'm kidding. They're just not that good. Now, the Chicago Bulls, there's one of those teams that I think could make the playoffs if they actually... Play to their potential. Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, who's actually out for six to eight weeks, which might hold him back a little bit. Mm-hmm. They have a really overall good team. Laurie Markin, who will be back very soon, who's a good, fantastic young player in this league, has so much potential, and I can't wait to watch him. The Washington Wizards, now that's a surprise. One and four. This year, they have a healthy squad. Last year, John Wall was, was, John Wall was out for a good part of the season, which kind of held them back a little bit. But John Wall's healthy now. Bradley Beal's healthy. They have Austin Rivers. They have so many young, good players that can really help out this team. Otto Porter. Like, I just don't know what's going I don't really know what's going on, but they are 1-4 right now. And that's a very big surprise to me. New York Knicks, 1-5. Not a surprise. Kristaps in there. <laughs> yeah, after Chris Pops, Porzingis, Trey Burke, and Tim Hardaway, their team's mm-hmm. actually... And Anise and, and Kanner. Their team's terrible. Kristaps, Porzingis probably may not be back this season. So that means they have Ennis Kanner, Tim Hardaway Jr., Kevin Knox, kinda, and Trey Burke, I guess. Not really. That team's terrible. Now let's give up a round of applause. Worst team in the NBA. The LeBronless Cleveland Cavaliers at 0-6. We've already talked about them a little bit. Wow. So now, now you see, if LeBron was on that team, you'd, you'd reverse it. They'd probably be 6 No, 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 no. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Now, Maybe. I just came up with this idea a little bit. Best looks. Best looks. So this is apparel-wise. This isn't like how they're looking on the court. If they're doing good. See, this that's, is what like, I, that's what I misinterpreted. Yeah, when he's making I, this notes, he was like, 
best looks. No, this best looks like style. So at number one, we got my boy Drew Holiday. He's wearing like that. Let me just describe it to you guys. Or and Colin, you know, like in Ninja Turtles when they have like the headband and has like the stuff poking out the back, like a Ninja Turtle. Like, is like, that what he has? He's wearing that. It looks like a complete beast out there. Like he's and he's a good player, so it looks good. Uncle Drew, Kyrie Irving, with the fro in that thick headband, sexy, looking amazing. Um, yeah, he has the nice fro going on with the headband. What'd you give that? I g- oh yeah, Drew Holiday. I gave that outfit an eight out of ten. What'd you give Kyrie? Kyrie Irving. I gave it a six out of ten just because. Why? Well, you're talking about how he looks awesome. Oh, he looks Drew's amazing. Way. He looks Why amazing. Why six out of ten then? Just because like it's nothing really super original. Original is like with Drew Holiday, and like with the Ninja Turtle type of thing going on mm-hmm. there. I really, really respect that outfit a lot, and it looks really nice on the court. Like, it's all waving in the wind. And <laughs> yeah. Kyrie Irving, that's nothing, like, really amazing. It's just, like, an un- Uncle Drew look. It's really clean. Six out of ten for me. LeBron James. This is not what he's wearing. I mean, it is what he's wearing, but nothing, like, outside of his jersey. He looks like a freaking beast in that Los Angeles Lakers jersey. His muscles are popping. He looks like a total beast, ready to take on the City of Lights. I'm so excited to watch LeBron James. I love, I love him in LA. Not just because he's out of the East, but because mm-hmm. those jerseys are so clean. They're new jerseys. It's kind of like old school with new school. It looks really, really nice. Now yeah. we got Stephen Curry here. He Steph scored Curry? 51 points. He scored so many threes. Yeah. He was. He, I just love his style on the court. Mm-hmm. So I love Russell Westbrook. He's my favorite player, but he didn't make this list just because like nothing new is really happening. But the new Warriors jerseys look so clean, especially on Steph Curry. Looks really, really nice. Now we're going right. to get into some NFL stuff here. All right, and, uh, yeah, yeah, let's get right into it. Um, all right. Let's take a look here. So we got the Cowboys. They trade a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. Now, Amari Cooper, on that? he was on the Raiders. Uh, he's actually a decent wide receiver. I mean, when he came into his rookie year, he actually did really, really well. Mm-hmm. Now, his past three seasons... He's... Sorry, I just spit on Colin. A little bit like a Rajon Rondo thing here. Should we get in a fight now? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, what was I going to say? Amari Cooper, his first year, amazing, looked like an amazing mm-hmm. talent. Second year, slowed down a little bit, was, but was still doing very, very well. Second year, booty. Third, fourth year, actually trash, like a throw up. Year. No, this is right now. His third oh. year, he did terrible. Right now, actually trash, looking like a freaking Chris Hogan out there. Uh, Chris Hogan's fine, but he, cause, it's because he has Tom Brady. So I don't really know how this is going to end up for Amari Cooper. But, you know, he's still making like $20 million a year. And he's on now on a playoff team. Maybe. We'll see how Maybe, the Dallas, yeah. Dallas so, Cowboys um, do. One thing is that we don't have a lot for NFL. We got a couple things. Uh, we got a lot for MLB, though. I think it's mostly NBA and MLB right now. But um, next up, we have the Pats. So the Patriots, they're offering high draft picks for a premium receiver. Now... Some receivers they might be getting. Uh, Demarius Thomas of the Denver Broncos. Now, Demarius Thomas, I remember, I when, he, I remember when he played with Peyton Manning like mm-hmm. when he was a little younger. He's probably like, I want to say like early 30s, late 20s. Because when, when he was with uh, Peyton Manning, he was like a very young player. It was balling out. I don't think we well, need... This is football. This isn't basketball. What did I say? You said balling out. Well... <laughs> Catching. I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, I was so confused. I thought I said, like, the wrong team or something. But um, <laughs> I think mm-hmm. we do not need Demarius Thomas. I mean, he's a good, like, wide out, like, wide receiver, like a Chris Hogan, Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. 
But we have Julian Edelman as a slot receiver. Not the same position. Do I think we need him? No. But if we did get rid of, if we did get him, it, it would be, just it add would, to yeah, the depth be, yeah. amazingly, and it would be a great uh-huh. thing. I think that would really put us over the hump um, against some other teams. Yeah. So when Josh McDaniels was on Denver, um, that's when Demarius Thomas him. was drafted. Yeah. He yeah. Drafted so he's probably like in his late twenties. I would have to say. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um. And next is now. This is like. Four question marks right here. I don't know if the Patriots are going to get this guy. But this is Deshaun Jackson. Uh, the Buccaneers. Yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a possibility that he'll be on the Patriots. I don't know. He's like a I very, said, very... Four question marks right Very, there. very old wide right receiver. Now, he's not old. He's like 32, 33. But he, he's been doing really well these past two seasons. I would actually like to have him better. Oh, it seemed that Demarius Thomas, I think he fits our scheme a little bit more. Because Tom, Tom Brady... Likes to throw the deep ball if he feels comfortable. Someone like Josh Gordon, he's feeling so comfortable. Chris Hogan this season, he's not feeling too comfortable with him. He only has around like five receptions this season. No, like probably like five, ten receptions this season. Mm-hmm. When like Josh Gordon and Julian Edelman are probably getting that per game. I remember Chris Hogan back in his rookie, uh, not rookie year, his first year with the team. He was catching touchdowns after touchdowns after touchdowns. He was like our main guy to go out. But now we have Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman's back, getting that slot catches. I think Chris Hogan might lose a spot on this team, if not this season. Definitely next season. With Dorsett coming up, he could be like the next freaking Antonio Brown. We do not know. All right. Um, so we had, we had another idea that we're going to do for the podcast. And we're going to talk about our fantasy football teams. Well, we're going to talk about Colin's team. Well, my team. Yeah. We're, uh, we can't really... Yeah, we're using my team. phone, too. Yeah, yeah, so, um, so I'm going to do... Well, since you're not doing your team, I'll just do both of my teams. I, mean, I guess I could sign into yours on your... No, I'm all set, buddy. All right. <laughs> all right. So the first league I'm going to I'm gonna be doing is... This is a six-person league. So I, I'm doing a six-person and a four-person. Yeah, so, so his teams can, are So you can only imagine. His teams are stacked. You can only imagine. My leagues are like with 12, 18 people, so they're a little more yeah, like realistic. So I'm five and two in my league, by the way. We're balling out. You know, we're beating the right. main teams in the league. So Shout the league. out, Gontram. Whip your ass. So this <laughs> league... So this league... The first league, I'm five and two. Um, so at my starting QB... I have Patrick Mahomes. How many points did he have today? He had 26. 26. That's nice. Yeah, but he had one interception. Um, running back, Christian McCaffrey. That's nice. Um, and I also have Ezekiel Elliott, but he's on a bye week. So taking his place, James White. Nice. That's a good pick. My receivers, AJ Green That's and Tyreek nice. He's Hill. like an older wide receiver, but he still gets it done. Yeah. Um, tight end, Jordan Reed. That's nice. My flex, Julian Edelman, which no one picked him up. On both of the leagues I have. But so I have, I have he doesn't do leagues. amazing, though. Well, he can, he, he, can he, come, he can come in clutch. Yeah. Um, Fantasy-wise. My defense, the Vikings, which they're okay. They're okay, they're okay. And then my kicker, Matt Prater. That's my kicker, too. And then on the bench, Ezekiel Elliott. Usually he starts, but it's a bye week. Cam Newton. Uh, I almost forgot this guy's name. Juju Smith. Oh, boy, here. Juju. James Conner. Oh, James Conner. Now, if Le'Veon Bell comes back... I he obviously Le'Veon Bell will get the touches, but I think James, if Le'Veon Bell and James Conner are both playing at the same time, that's a deadly matchup. It's that's a deadly, deadly, deadly matchup. Yeah. Two amazing running backs. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell was like a Hall of Famer already. James Conner could be, but that's like a deadly matchup. Yeah. I have to say there. Except for James Conner, if you take a look at his stats, which they're good. Wow, he had thirty-eight points. 
I don't think I put him in. He's on your bench? Damn. Yeah, that's that's a mistake. See, sometimes I make some mistakes. But, you know, his first game, he started off really strong. It was against Cleveland, so, I mean, nothing really there to expect. But Cleveland, they're, they're, they're in the makings. They they could be a good team. They'll be a good team in they're, are, they're already better. You know, they already beat their uh, last year's record, which was, what, 1-15? It, it was 0-16. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they already beat that. And then his next two games, you know, he kind of fell apart a little bit. 19, 14, 9. And then week five comes back with 34 points. Week six, 28, he had a bye week, and then he got 38, which I'm kind of disappointed I didn't put him in. But anyways, we're going to continue. Uh, so we got Chris Thompson, from, he's on Washington. Cooper Cup, who's out right now, and Tyler Eifert, who's on injury. Reserve, you should probably drop him. <laughs> yeah, I probably will drop him. All right, so for my next league... Which is the four-person league I have at my starting QB, Patrick Mahomes. Again? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I should probably start checking my lineup more because this guy has zero points. David Johnson is my running back. James Conner, I put him in. Mm. A.J. Green, Julian Elman, Zach Ertz, Mike Evans. You have the, a very similar... The Jaguars defense and Harrison Butker. As <laughs> you my have very kicker. similar teams. Yeah. Julio Jones, who has a bye week, so this is my bench. Julio Jones, I should have put Deshaun Watson in. He's on my bench. Uh, Leonard Fortnite, he's out. Yeah, I have Leonard Fortnite too. Um, I, he's like one of those guys I can't drop. Yeah, because some, some, even some, though there's a possibility he might not be back this season, which would piss me off, mm-hmm. I, he's like one of those guys I can't drop because if he does come back and someone picks him up, he's going to do great. Yeah, because see, the thing for me is I feel like if I drop Leonard Fortnite, well, it's a four-person league, so I don't know like how many people are going to be checking the players. But I feel like someone you know, might pick him up, yeah. and then I won't get him back. Cause I, he's going to come back. It even says right here. This would load. All right, you know what? We'll come back to him. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, which honestly, I don't even know. He got he got one points from me last week. That's terrible. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do with him. We have Dion Lewis, Greg Olson, and Joe Mixon. That's his fantasy football teams. Those are both of my fantasy football teams. This league is three and four. Yeah. Um, now let's so get yeah. to the MLB right here. Not bad. And did, it the thing says, load? did the thing load? It did load. So it's his it. hamstring, and he'll be ready to play November 11th against the Colts. Which is so, like a couple weeks. couple weeks. Now let's get into the MLB here. Right, Our MLB. Boston Red Sox That's are in right, the World baby. Series. Yankees fans, you guys are crying at home. Astros fans... You guys should have beat us because you guys are so much better than us. But you didn't. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're better. Come on. They have more talent. They have more talent. Jose Altuve. They have a lot more talent. Our bullpen's atrocious. I don't know (laughs) how we're doing this because our bullpen's so bad. But we're doing it. But you may say, you may say the Red Sox are worse than the Astros. But let me tell you one thing right now. We beat the Astros, right? Yeah, we did. 4-1. We beat the Astros. 4-1. So we're better than Collins' them. dog is in the background for you. Yeah, she's in the background. Um, but I wouldn't say the Astros are better than us. But anyways, so World Series, Red Sox versus LA Dodgers. Game 5 will be on tonight. And we're going to do a little bit of a recap. So let's first start off with the Red Sox lead 3-1 against the LA Dodgers in the World Series. <clears throat> Game 1, the Red Sox take the win 8-4. All right, game two, 
They won four to two. So those two games, they're fine, all right? But we're going to talk about game three. Now, what's different about game three? It went 18 innings. 18 innings. It which was, I watched. at 8.09. Ended at 3.30 in the morning. 3.30 in the morning. That's what I hate about baseball. Like, why? Like, I'm not that committed. I went to bed at 2. <coughs> because my mom came in my room and yelled at me. But we don't need to talk yeah, about I that. Went, I, stayed up till, <laughs> I stayed up till the 14th inning. I, I, after that, I was done. I'm like, yeah, I was like, you no. You guys can go at it. And it was the most innings in World Series history. So no no other game in World Series. That's a good fact right um, And then the man that won the game was Max Muncy of the LA Dodgers who hit a walk-off to win the game 3-2. to two. And then game four. Now this this was a good game. Uh, it was 9-6 to six, the final score uh, against the Dodgers. The Red Sox win. So in the sixth inning, this is when stuff started to you know actually happen. It was zero to f- zero to four, <laughs> um, Dodgers. So the Dodgers led with four runs. All right, and Yasiel Puig. I'm pretty sure they had one run. He before. had that nice bat. He flip. hit that. He hit. He was like staring down the pitcher. Yeah, he had a three run. And home then Edward run. Rodriguez just throwed his glove right to the ground. Yeah, he was pretty pissed. Um, yeah. So. Alright, you lost me here. So there was they had one run before Yasiel Puig hit a three run home run. And then the seventh inning, the Red Sox they scored three runs, so it's three to four now. And the eighth inning, the Red Sox they just score one run. And it's tied four to four. And then the ninth inning, Red Sox score five runs, Dodgers yeah, score two. That was nice. And that's I what watched, really that's what secured the I watched win the right um, there. highlights this morning. I was like scared, like what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. And we come in yeah. the ninth inning. <laughs> And we whip the Dodgers. I forgot the name for the Dodgers. And uh, I am so happy right now. I say we win tonight. Secure the W. We hoist yeah, so we got the World Series here. trophy. It's definitely going to be tonight. Game five, Red Sox. The only reason the why I would kind of like it not to be tonight, just like a little bit. You want to go to game seven? No, 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 no. Not game seven. No, no. no. That's scary. Yeah, that win be. it back in Boston. Let our fans enjoy it. That's yeah, the only we thing. Don't, we don't need no uh, fans throwing stuff at the Red Sox. Yeah, that'd be my only thing on it. But also, why not win it in LA? They could think, hey, actually, let's win yeah, it in LA. They you can, can go. rub it in their face. And no, but LA is my favorite place in the world. LA is the best place to be. You know, can bring that trophy around Hollywood. Yeah, anyways. Well, I don't know if they'd be bringing it around Hollywood. Anyways, hopefully you guys did enjoy this podcast. Sorry it's been a while. <laughs> But we're back. We're going to start doing a little... I, I wouldn't say like every week, but we're going to start. We're yeah. not, we're, it's not going to be a month. No, we'll, it won't be a month. We'll, we'll at least be, try not. Yeah, it won't yeah, be that again. Anyways, yeah. hope you guys enjoy this podcast. And like always, peace. See you guys.